News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, uh, 18 people have lost their lives on our roads already this year. We're joined by Sarah O'Connor uh, of the Road Safety uh, Authority. Sarah, we're heading into our first bank holiday of the year. What's the message you'd like to get across to people this morning? Um, well, I suppose, Shane, the, the message is um, about reminding people that um, a bank holiday and, and weekend um, weekend driving in particular uh, can be in times of increased risk on our road. So um, it's it's about making people aware of that as they make their travel plans. I suppose one of the times in particular that uh, the Gardaí, when they have looked at the data, um, are particularly concerned about is actually this afternoon. So travel time, particularly um, from, um, let's say, midday onwards today, that can be a higher risk period. And so it's for people to bear that in mind. And so when they are driving during during that period, they can take you know additional precaution. They can leave extra time for their journey if there's heavier traffic, and um, slow down. You know, take additional care um, of of vulnerable road users. Um, you know, making every attempt um, for drivers, uh, motorcyclists, cyclists, and um, pedestrians for us all to be um, as visible as we can be for, as particularly for dawn, dusk, and and overnight. Um, you know, using our lights, making sure our lights are working um, across any vehicle type, um, and then also really some of the basics because people may decide to socialise a little bit. They may have had a payday in the last week or two. Um, they may decide to go down the country and, and visit people or, or see people. And it's about never driving while impaired, whether that's um, alcohol um, or drugs. And also always, always wearing a seatbelt. We have seen some disintegration of uh, the number of people who have been wearing a seatbelt when we've looked at our um, attitude and behaviour surveys in the course of the last number of weeks. And it's just really important to remember that, but also for people to feel comfortable and confident that, you know, the research we've done shows that the main reason somebody does forget to wear a seatbelt um, is that they've literally forgotten it. It's not a big problem. So um, for any driver who has somebody in the car, you know, feel free to ask the person and to remind the person to wear the seatbelt. It doesn't have to be yeah. um, a big fight or a big uh, challenge or problem. Um, we're all obviously thinking of those three young people who tragically lost their lives uh, in Carlo just over uh, 24 hours ago. I, I was looking at the figures for, for, um, for this January and for last January. I mean, I was actually shocked that uh, it, it, 18 people have lost their lives in this in 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 January uh, uh, this year. It was actually 21 uh, last year, which is which is extraordinary. Is is January are the winter months particularly bad for road deaths? I mean, winter months generally are certainly uh, very challenging from a road um, a road safety point of view. But actually, while this January has been just devastating, last January was as well. But the ones preceding that, even the ones pre-COVID, for example, were substantially lower. So I suppose the trend that we've seen, um, you know, in the last two years, where at year end, we can see that the across the full year that road deaths have gone up. That's that's quite notable. It, you know, a bad January can be an indicator that the year is not going the way that you want it to. So um, certainly while the last two years are, you know, so roughly what, what comparable. What has happened? Why have we why have we started to go in the wrong direction, do you think? I mean, I think the early indications from what our research team have been, um, you know, looking at and digging into would be that um, we saw 
I suppose what you might call a disintegration of some of the key safety behaviours, some of the kind of things that I've mentioned there just at the top um, uh, during COVID. And that probably wasn't as evident during COVID because there was very low traffic volumes. And then from 2021 onwards, um, when you know when all of the lockdowns ended, the traffic volumes returned to normal. And actually people did correct their behaviour. So they, they pulled back from some of the uh, engagement that they had had, but they didn't correct their behaviour to the previous levels that we had seen prior to COVID. And so what we're seeing is, you know, all of the really amazing hygiene that Irish people had built up around how they use our roads. We just really need to get back to that pre-COVID level of all of us attempting to be as good as we can across a number of really important behaviours because that's really what's making a difference. I saw a headline in the paper the other day saying that the stigma in relation to drink driving, that it had declined. Is that actually the case? Are are people more relaxed about uh, people drink driving than they were a few years ago, do you think? Yeah, I mean, and that's pretty astonishing. Now, that's not down to COVID. So when we've looked over the last 10 years, the number of people who, when looking at their friends, family members, uh, and the people they know around them, the number of people who would say it's socially unacceptable to drink has dropped by 12% in 10 years. So that's really substantial. And that's been inching down across those 10. So it hasn't only been COVID, but the last uh, year or two have certainly played a role uh, in that cumulative number. And I suppose that's really challenging because, you know, when people have been talking about road safety in the last six or eight months in particular, when they've been lasering in on it, almost the first thing that commentators have said is, well, we know it isn't alcohol. We know that's not what the problem is. But actually, the data tells us that alcohol plays a huge role in um, in collisions where people are seriously injured or, or fatally injured or, or or where it's a fatal collision. Um, and that within that, 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 that attitudinal piece makes a difference. If it's the case that your friends or family would shake their head at you and say, but you've had a drink now, you would never, you'd never sit in the car now and that people are less inclined to shake their head or less inclined to express their opinion, which says, look, don't do that. I'll call you taxi or I'll give you a lift. I haven't had a drink or we'll call somebody else to pick us up. That attitudinal piece makes a big, big difference. And I suppose we're going to have to work really hard collectively as a society to get back that 10 percent because that makes a difference on our roads. It has a really big impact. Uh, Final question. Um, We we spoke to Shane Ross, the former transport minister, on the show a few weeks ago. He basically said he felt there was a lack of political will to tackle this. He said every time he brought something forward uh, that um, there just was no appetite. Sorry, you you were going to say something, Sarah. No, apologies. You you broke for a second. I thought that you had paused there. Apologies, Shane. Oh, sorry. Yeah. sorry yeah. I don't know if you heard me saying Shane's point, And I don't know if, look, I, I, I know the RPA uh, doesn't want to get into the political arena, but his point was there isn't a political will to address this. Look, that hasn't been my experience. Um, in fact, my experience is that there has been across society, cross government, cross political uh, support for this. In fact, every single person I engage with in any sphere of my life, and I think it's the same for any employee of the RSA or any of the road safety partners would say people are really paying attention to this in the last 18 months. And that is really important. Um, But it will require political will this year, next year and every year to get us to Vision Zero because there's a big whole of society to to improve transport. Sorry to interrupt. There's always politicians who object when they try to reduce speed limits, there's, there's, a, there's a huge hullabaloo always about it. Well, the speed limit review um, has has moved on. 
um, and that that was brought through government um, this year. That could have been a potential hurdle or a fulcrum for a huge amount of resistance. And instead, people said, OK, there's a lot of science behind this. There's a lot of guidance. You're making a, a system transparent across the country and consistent across the country. That's only sensible. Let's move on. So I think that in and of itself gives a sense that actually every community in Ireland has been devastated by a collision in the last year, the last two years. And people are saying no more. Let's do the basics. Let's do them properly. Let's move it on and and, okay. and let's make our roads safe for everyone. That's been in my experience. Let's hope so. Uh, Sarah O'Connor, Director of Partnerships and External Affairs at the Road Safety Authority. Thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast this morning. Let us know this morning, uh, uh, folks, do you, is it an issue that we have, or we're starting to lose the battle on? What do we need to do in your view? 87 News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk.